Hello, hello, I'm back. Um, Honestly, not to give myself credit too early on in this podcast, (laughs) but um, I'm kind of in between houses right now just because I'm back in England. I don't release these podcasts real time. I record them like a week or two in advance um, just so I have them banked up for when I release them. Um, just so I have them released and if I'm like against the clock or I'm super busy that week, um, I don't have to stress too much because I have a pod- a couple of podcasts already waiting to, like episodes waiting to um, release. However, I'm at my sister's in London right now. This flat is the least like creative or podcast proof flat. So um, I don't have any of my recording gear. Actually for the last couple of episodes you would have listened to, there's been no gear used. And what I actually really like about it, I'm, I'm making a stand on this and being like, actually, do you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna use podcast gear, like headphones, microphone, even though I have it all in storage, because I'm gonna stay true to myself and be like, do you know what, you don't need all the gear to convince yourself that that's when you're professional. It's like, fuck it, just make do with what you've got. And so I'm just recording off my um Mac, uh, like installed, like built-in microphone. And I just went to the bathroom closed the door, didn't turn the light on. So I'm just sitting on the loo with the seat, like loose seat down, the flap down, um, and just tested. Cause I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna make it like a studio setting. So I'm completely away from any kind of potential road noise. If you hear cars, it's cause I'm not in the bathroom anymore. And I just listened back and it was so echoey, echoey that I was like, oh, fuck it. Do you know what? If you really wanna hear the content of what I have to say and you really are invested in it, then if there's like the, faint noise of like a car in the background or a kid screaming (laughs) if you listen to my um childless by choice podcast we can laugh um then yeah it's because i've got my feet up i'm on the sofa um don't tell my sister my feet's on the table because she's got mad ocd um yeah and she's not here right now so i thought you know i'm gonna smash out this podcast and get my ass to the gym and this is the first time that i haven't jumped straight into it and instead, I've actually kind of given you a bit of, yeah, just a bit of um, a bit of chit-chat beforehand. So, this one was very heavily influenced. Oop. This one was very heavily influenced by the, this podcast topic. Um, not because of something that's happened to me recently, but I am going to use examples of myself, not other people. Even though I see it very transparently in other people. And... Obviously not because this isn't real time. No one can cross-reference where I was last night and who I was with. But I was with a group of people last night and this is something that came up. And because I wasn't emotionally involved with any of the parties or the situation and because I happened to not drink that night because I'm not a big drinker, as a lot of people know, just because I <laughs> I like to tell the world because I think I'm fucking mightier than now. But no, I just don't really like the taste of alcohol to be honest so if I get drunk I do it really quickly because I just want to be drunk not because I'm like oh I love the taste of this apple spread so I really don't I think it tastes like shit so I had one espresso martini last night they everyone else started drinking at lunch and I knew I can't drink without uh, I can't drink with food because it ruins both for me so I rather just enjoy the food and then because I'm a lightweight I play catch up later I had one espresso martini you know you're drinking it well I don't know if anyone can relate and I just was like I just knew from tasting it, I was like, I'm not in, I'm not in the mood to try and get drunk because I have no interest in it. And also, like, I just was... And also, when you're fucking charging 12 quid a cocktail, I'm like, I'm all right, thanks. Like, when you're not a drinker and then you're in London, they try to charge you those prices, I'm like, mm, 
<laughs> universe is sending me a sign. Don't fucking bother. So, um, so yeah, instead, I was the sober one. It wasn't even like a wild night, but because this situation happened to, like, this circumstance, I stumbled upon when all parties are drunk and I was sober and not emotionally involved. I was seeing it so transparently. And so I actually chose to bite my tongue, not say anything. And then the next day I sat with one of the people who was involved and just feeling really shit about what happened. And I was like, can I give you what what I, I a theory I have? And it's a, so this is what the podcast topic is. And it was influenced by last night. To you guys listening, this night would have been like a couple of weeks ago. Um, so the universe helping you choose and do better. Now, this is applicable in so many different situations, like with work, with family, with toxic friendships, with with any situation where you're not sure what to do, you're feeling a bit like on the fence, you're not too certain about how you feel about it. So the universe will send you signs, carrots on the end of sticks, like situations to almost test you to see like, okay, what are you going to choose? Because what you choose will then determine what the universe is going to serve you next. <laughs> like, is it going to fuck you up or is it going to reward you? Do you know what I mean? So that, that's the kind of concept I'm going to talk about today. But because of recent events and because, again, it's something I apply this theory to the most, we're going to talk about it in a romantic nature, like applying it to heartache. Again, I can't give you tips. Everyone keeps saying, can you give us tips on dating? I'm fucking shit at dating. Like, (laughs) why would I give you tips as a single person who doesn't even fucking get a text back? I get ghosted all the time. Um, I've been stood up before. And you know what? All the people who do this to me don't even give me fucking answers as to why they do it. So I'm just like, and also, like, I actually don't really put too much effort in, so I can't complain about seeing, being single because, you know, like, I just sit at home and watch my murder documentaries and then get an idea for a podcast. I'm like, I don't know why I don't meet anyone. So anyway, we digress. So the this is about, like, a, and a lot of my advice I can really, like, wholeheartedly give you with really good experience and feedback is about, like, matters of the heart when it doesn't work out for you. I'm professional. Um, so... When I was in the taxi on the way here, because I was really inspired by it, I did jot some stuff down. So I've got a few notes. So if you, I, I sound a little bit robotic, um, it's because I'm just reading a bit. Um, however, also, it helps that I write like a fucking child and um, I write very conversationally. So it probably won't, you won't know. <laughs> so I have this concept. And whilst I haven't met the love of my life and I'm living, not living happily ever after, I'm very happy, but not like the Disney happily ever after, I know this much to be true. When you suffer heartache, your behaviour and daily activities you choose are very telling of whether you truly want to heal or whether you want to lick your wounds and acquire a taste for them. It's really great saying, I fucking love that. Lick your wounds, but do not acquire a taste for them. However, unfortunately, we, in our weak, vulnerable state, do acquire a taste for them. I've learned with dieting and picking healthier food options, it's all about the road of delayed gratification. So... Are you hurting right now? Are you suffering heartache? How are you choosing to spend those moments when you're feeling lonely and sad and that you could do with someone? Are you on their Instagram? Are you watching their WhatsApp activity? Are you like timing your gym sessions to when you know that they go to the gym? Are you purposely seeking like, like do you book bar bookings 
on the weekend where you know like oh, okay they're, they're probably going to be there watching x y and z I, I don't know like hoping but then obviously make it look like oh i just accidentally stumbled here don't fucking do it as tempting as it is fucking avoid it because it's actually really transparent the behavior um and again this was something i was seeing yesterday and i see it with so many of my friends as the sober person in a drunk environment it was like i i actually had like the universe blessed me with the privilege of being in that position where i got to see it from an outside perspective as someone who's done all the things i've just mentioned you know like i'll throw myself under the bus happily um and so seeing it like that i was like oh damn <laughs> yeah i had the proper cringe face so i was like I've done this and I now realise what it looks like from the outside. And guess what? The only word I could keep thinking of was the behaviour is so transparent. And the shame that comes with realising that should be enough to like make you want to like rewind and like reevaluate what you're going to, how you're going to deal with this situation. Um, so yeah, like doing stuff like that, it's more harmful than it is helpful. Um, but this is where the universe comes in. You can feel like your growth is going really well and you have a grip on it and you can feel like you're at rock bottom. Either way, the universe is watching quietly and assessing and what it's going to serve you, whether you're at rock bottom or you're quite confidently like, oh, do you know what? I'm really growing and I'm learning. Either way, the universe is like, interesting. Like, let me let me chuck this curveball in to see. Let's see how you're going to react to this. So how I overcome feelings of worthlessness um, what, like when I'm reflecting on an ex who treated me badly um, and I'm saying this because recently I have actually been bumping into like two or three I call them exes but they're situationships where I was bamboozled into believing I was entering into something really wholeheartedly and really wholesome and really caring and really reciprocated only for the boy to do that fuckhead thing where they're like you know I just don't really want a relationship and you're like that's funny because absolutely everything about what we're doing, what we've been doing for the past few months is a relationship without the label and without the pressure and without any of it. Yet they've just kind of done that fuckhead thing and led you on and then said, I just don't want to lead you on. And you're like, can't, a little bit late, but all right, allow it. Like, fuck it. I, just, I get over it now. I don't even bother arguing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you, next. Uh, I like to say it's that easy. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Um, so, so I bring this up because... It's not worthlessness because I I know I'm a fucking G, but it is that mo that flicker, that moment where you do see them and then you're kind of like it's it's come back into your mind. And I saw it's like a situation ship X and I was getting on the train afterwards. And when I was on the train, I kind of just had that like movie moment where you're listening to sad music and you're like, fuck them, man. Because like, you knew, you know how good you are and you know how good they had it. Yet somehow they had the power to make you feel like shit at the end and... And that's the hardest thing, is forgiving people who aren't even fucking sorry. Um, and that's something I've had to like master and it just takes some serious, it takes some serious, what's the word? Um, it's not power, because power says you're strong, but it's actually just a really tiring thing to do. But sometimes when you have no choice, you just have to be the bigger person and just like forgive someone who isn't sorry because their karma is, they got to deal with themselves, whereas your blessing is, you know, they took themselves out, the trash took itself out. You know, no matter how much you like them, like, you just have to accept to get over it. But thankfully, the universe is watching and being like, I made them treat you like shit and leave because you don't deserve that. But you would have never left that if you'd have 
if you'd have had it your way. Um, so I'm talking about this because when you have so much faith and confidence in who you are, that's the whole self-love element that I talk about separately, and where you're going, that's more to do with like your motivation, your determination with like, I guess your work, but also, you know, your hobbies as well. Like the parts that make up who you are and your trajectory, the, the journey you're on in achieving your goals. When you have so much faith in yourself and then where you're going, you just have to trust that the universe has your back. And it is this really great space. Like, oh, my phone's on the other side of the room. I saw this really good meme the other day and it was like, when you have faith, so much faith in yourself and the universe, you're not nervous about the uncertainty of the future because you just know your arsenal of tools are so like well kept. They're sharpened enough that you're like, you're ready for whatever's about to come your way in. But that comes with the self-love and the self-development separate to someone else. Um, so the only kind of analogy I could use was it's like playing chess, but your opponent is your mentor. They challenge you because they want better from you and they know you can give better. When you're at rock bottom, don't fucking challenge the universe. Don't even say it. Me and my brother used to joke about it when we'd like, we'd have these car sessions where we'd sit and just like, <laughs> not to throw him under the bus, but one of us would be crying in the car because usually it would come like a seesaw. One of us would be down and the other one would be okay. So it was always a matter of the one who's okay reminds the one which is down, don't fucking say it, don't fucking say it. And it's the whole thing of, it can't get worse than this. And we like, when one of us would say it, we'd cringe and like look up to the sky. You think we're like, like proper religious, but it is, it's this thing like, you know, if you are religious, I call it the universe. You might call it, might call it God. You might call it Allah, like whatever you want to call it. It's watching, it's listening and it's serving you like tests every single day to see how well you're doing or if you need to really re relearn that lesson because it will it will throw that situation back at you it will give you a, sh a wolf in sheep's clothing to test you okay so don't ever say it can't get worse than this because i've learned it fucking can the universe will sometimes kick you a couple of times when you are down to really emphasize the lesson you need to learn it's doing it to kick your ego self-development is cool and so satisfying, like when you think you've leveled up. But if you bring the slightest bit of ego with you, the universe will knock you back down because the universe does not like a fucking narcissist. But unfortunately, the road of like spirituality and enlightenment and awareness can very closely align with being a fucking narcissist. Like you ever meet those people who are so fucking enlightened, but so self-centered, like, they genuinely think their shit don't stink. I've got to catch myself sometimes, and I'm like, oh my God, I just spat some absolute wisdom. Oh, I thought that was my sister coming back. <laughs> She's like, what, who are you talking to? My friends. <laughs> um, so yeah, it will knock you back down. Only until you surrender to the lesson and practice acceptance and forgiveness, surrender to the lesson, practice acceptance of the situation and forgiveness, even if the other party hasn't apologized, only then do you transcend to, the, transcend to the next level. Let me give you an example relating to dating. Uh, ended a great fling with a guy a while ago. I, d I really don't like people doing maths and being like, was it this person? I'm like, no, because none of them get free fucking advertising. They're all dead to me. Unless I've got a ring on my finger, they're dead to me. <laughs> no, but like, um, 
And do you know what? It was like, it was a really great thing. This is what, it was a great fling, but with a guy who wasn't ready for more, despite the relationship kind of already being there and it being so fucking amazing that you'd be mad to not want to continue it. But, um, mama raised no beggar, so I, just, I let it go. I'm like, Fair, like if you're not 100% in this, I'm not gonna try and convince you otherwise, because like, yeah, end of. Not long after, and completely by chance, like not by me conveniently being anywhere or reaching out to anyone, completely by chance, two previous like, um, situationship guys who didn't necessarily end bad with, like I didn't end bad with them and vice versa, they came back into the picture. Again, it was like those movies, you know, and it's like, ooh, boom, enter this character. Um, I didn't end these flings for any bad reason, but it was a matter of like, they they met my boundaries or um, I just, you know, I do have these standards now thanks to like self-love and self-development where I'm like, I'm not cool with this. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be a fuckhead thing. Like, I don't want to give examples because again, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus who isn't here to defend themselves, but it's just like, behavioural patterns, which I'm like, do you know what, I'm not cool with that, and, if, and I don't want to change you, but if I don't see that as being something that will change, and therefore, for those reasons, we've gave, given it a shot, it's very nice, but I'm, I don't want to continue it. Um, so these guys have come back into the picture, not even into the picture, just into my kind of environment and my um, radar, and, like, when you're having a moment of sadness or feeling down or a bit needy, some TLC, and it can be so perfectly timed with like, you go out one night, see that guy who really upset you and you're heartbroken about, and then you go home and when you wake up in the morning, you weirdly have like a message or like an Instagram like or something that you will misread as a sign of like, maybe we should reconnect from that other guy who's come into the picture recently. And you're like, oh, like, you know, well, I could rekindle something here, even if it's just a bit of fun and, you know, they. They didn't treat me bad, like this time around I won't let them challenge my boundaries. Boom, no, fuck, no. For me, I start, started speaking to like the better of the two um, situationships that didn't end badly. And this is why I'm heartbroken over the main guy. And I find myself superficially attaching to the idea of him slash us again. And the worst part is, your it's your expectations because of the narrative you're currently living. So like the narrative of like, I'm really heartbroken, I deserve to be loved. And then boom, like, oh my God, like my ex who didn't actually treat me that bad, like comes into the pitch and you're like, oh my God, this is a sign from the universe that maybe this is our time now. No, it's fucking not. It's a sign from the universe to be like, are you gonna be a dumbass and settle in a moment of weakness? So I take it back to the beginning of this podcast, the road of delayed gratification. When you're dieting, and they, they talk about the road of delayed gratification that I have spoken about in my previous podcasts, but last year when I first started them. I'm talking about, look, I eat the fucking cake if it's there. But also, if you're really full, you don't need to eat the cake if you actually aren't hungry for it. So the whole thing is, if you're trying to lose weight, the road of delayed gratification is, the taste of that cake in the short term isn't as good as the feeling of being in control being disciplined and then being happier with your weight loss, potential weight loss. I say it with inverted commas because whatever your goal is, it's not about being skinny, but like healthier. The reward of that, the reward of the like delayed gratification is bigger than the short term reward of eating that cake. 
So let's relate it back to this. The reward of not settling for the exes that you once upon a time were like, this isn't for me and I'm staying firm on it. The reward of not slacking and slipping back into that in a moment of weakness will be bigger. The reward will be bigger later down the line when you actually like, no, I'm disciplined. I don't need that. I'm hurting. I need to figure out this hurt without getting under someone to get over someone. I'm, I'm such a firm believer in that just being so fucking wrong. Um, so that's where the universe comes in to test you. <laughs> test you. I've got a list all of a sudden. It's testing you to see, right, is she going to take the bait or is she going to choose the road of delayed gratification? You get rewarded for the one that better suits you, but you also place yourself in the category of what you're worth and the universe recognises that as well. Oh, you want to settle for that ex? Cool. I'll chuck you a few more exes. I'll chuck you a few more shit. I'll chuck you some guys who treat you like shit as well because that's what you've chosen that you deserve. Okay, it's on you. That's a beautiful thing. Like I said, the universe is your chess opponent, but it's also your mentor trying to make you do better and be better because it knows you are worth, you are capable and worthy of more. The universe kind of, if you do take the bait and you go for the instant reward, the universe is like, nice one, I was testing you, you failed. Don't take the carrot dangling just because you're hungry. Find a, finding a superficial quick fix to a pain that needs time is like putting a plaster on an ax wound. What's worse is you have this whole like um, ulterior motive of entering into this new thing. You have this expectation that you're gonna feel great when it inevitably doesn't work out with that guy, shock. You're left then feeling shitter than you did before. Like you're left with your own expectations not met. And the worst part about this is you did it to yourself. But without the, I don't wanna say awareness, if you want to lick your wounds and acquire a taste for them, you will only ever sit there and blame absolutely every other party and it's their fault and they're dickheads and they treat me shit. When, like me last night, sober watching a very similar situation from the outside and discussing it with the parties involved, I really transparently saw like, wow, this person totally brought this upon themselves, but I totally understand why because I've been in that situation. If you are at rock bottom, don't take the bait. And if you think your growth is like, your shit doesn't stink and you're doing really good and you're like, yeah, do you know what? I'm totally over this guy and I'm ready to go out. Universe is gonna pull the rug from under your feet. So to conclude this podcast, it's got me sweating because I feel so passionate about it. Listen, have an awareness marinated with being realistic. Listen to the universe, read the signs, but take the rose-tinted glasses off. You know, that hot guy walking in with loads of red flags that you're choosing to ignore, or that ex coming back in the picture when you're feeling really down and shit about yourself. That opportunity that looks nice and shiny only because you're, it looks shiny because you're fucking at rock bottom. Don't take them, be realistic, and ask yourself if that is good for you in the long run. Is it helpful or is it harmful? The universe will humble you, but it has nothing but good intentions for you. And it wants nothing but the best for you, but you have to play ball with it. And you have to show the universe, like, I am listening. I am, And this isn't like a tree-hugging spirituality kind of thing of talking to the moon, which I, I do as well. <laughs> I like to dabble in everything. But it's a realism as well of, like, like, 
Panya, be realistic. Is that person actually good for you? No. When I was like, I rekindled, no, I didn't rekindle, but I started talking to the ex situationship who was a nice guy, but just it kind of just didn't really work out. As nice as it was talking to him and in that moment, because I'm talking to fucking no one right now if we're going to really overshare. In that moment, it, yeah, it was nice. I was like, yeah, like it. But then I, I woke up this morning and I, with everything that had happened, and I really believe for my situation right now, the universe blessed me to watch like a kind of cinema goer, a spectator, watch that situation last night to remind me, like, come on, Panya, like I know you're a bit like, oh, it'd be nice to go out on a date and it'd be nice for someone to pluck up the courage to talk to me and actually, you know, take me out about. And it's like, well, whilst you're waiting for that, don't settle. And so I kind of like stopped replying to that guy and I was like, nothing wrong with him. It's just, that ain't for me. Like that ended for a reason and I still stand by that reason. Just like with every other kind of ex situationship. This is not to say like you can't get back with your ex because in circumstances it's fine. But be realistic about those circumstances, okay? Ask yourself, you know, what do you want? Are you actually hurting? or Are you ignoring the hurt just to fake it in hopes to kind of meet someone else to fill that void that the ex left, you know? Question yourself on all these things and listen to the universe. Like work with it because um, it has your back. I've said this. It has your back and read up on the road of delayed gratification. Read up on like different circumstances where that has proven to be the better option. Because whilst in the short term, hurting fucking sucks, you have to sit in the thick of it to get through it. And you, there's no, there's no cheat code to that. Um, oh, I really like this podcast. I'm not going to lie. I, when I do these podcasts, I only speak on topics. So I don't have like a set schedule of when I record them. I just have like a list of things, like topics I'd like to cover. And when I'm really resonating with one, I am like, boom, now's the time I'm going to record it. Um, and, the, and what I like is by the end of it, whilst I know I'm talking to you guys, but in this exact moment that I'm actually sitting here recording it, there's no one here, no one's listening. But, and so it's kind of like journaling. And they do say, again, this is another thing that's been coming up a few times in conversations with friends recently is, when you feel really passionately to advise someone on something, what you're actually doing is talking to yourself. Um, it's it's actually like a, it's like a thing. Um, and so what's really nice is I'm sitting here being like, guys, don't do this. Don't take your ex back. Road of delayed gratification. And I'm going to stop this recording and it's going to just be sitting on my mind now. And I'm like, I'm kind of smiling now because I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Don't, Panya, don't, don't slip. You're so close to like everything you want. Don't get sidetracked by some fuckboy who doesn't know what they want, okay? I love you guys. I really enjoyed this podcast and um, catch you at the next one. Oh, also, just to like kind of sign off, can you please, can you please give me five stars? No, can you review this? And I'd like to think if you've listened this far and you're this captivated and you're this loyal, I'm hoping you think it's five stars, write a cheeky review because then I just look like an absolute don. Thank you. I'm not a narcissist. (laughs) No, no, no. You know what I mean. Awesome. Much appreciated. Big love. And don't hesitate to ever reach out with topic um, recommendations that you would personally like to listen to. It's all anonymous. So yeah, if it's something I can definitely feel like I resonate with and I have experience on and I fucked up enough times with so I can give you some feedback on what not to do, uh, I am your woman. 